I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast, For the Health of It, Episode 5. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, and you'll never miss an episode on how to naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe here. Hope everybody is happy. I'm pretty happy today too. Happy pretty much every day actually. I'm going to talk today about allergies. How many people have allergies? Raise your hands. How many people know what that means? Raise your hands. Well, a lot of you think, well, I have allergies. I have runny nose and I have sinus problems and it must be the pollen and it must be what I ate and it must be the dog and it must be the dust. But there's a lot more to it. I want you to think about why do you have a reaction to certain things and other people don't? Why is it if it's polony out, if that's a word, polony, and some people can go out and they may have a little cough or sneeze because it is dust. I mean, you're putting something mechanical into your throat that's an irritant. Why do some people just like lose their minds and be bedridden from it? And a lot of it has to do with how healthy your body is, but how health, and not just your body, but your colon. Your colon is going to be a big player in how you respond and how your immune system reacts to things. So in your body, you have something called a microbiome. Microbiome are bacteria, the colonies of various types of microbes, bacteria, viruses, uh, 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 yeast, and they live inside your gut and elsewhere in your body. And it's unique to you as is your fingerprint. Everybody's got this different mix of uh, microbes. So various people respond differently to certain things. And it also has other, it it, it involves other issues in your health, such as your diet, your lifestyle, your health history, uh, your geographic location, your ancestry, how much genetics are involved in this. So there's a lot of different players when it comes to how you're going to respond to something. Your microbiome is, in fact, one of the most complex ecosystems in the planet. So you think about uh, the Amazon rainforest. Wow, that's really complex. Well, your colon gut is a lot more complex than that. So let me explain first allergy versus sensitivity because this is important you understand this. Uh, If you have an allergy, I can actually take blood work on you and test for certain things. Or I can do little pinpricks. You may have been to an allergist and they test for pinpricks. And they say, okay, you're having a reaction to this. Your body's producing these certain antibodies. And so you're allergic to dust, wheat. Uh, camel hair. I remember I was a kid, I went to an allergist. And what was interesting, it came up that I was sensitive to camel hair. I lived in Hoboken, New Jersey. We had to walk five blocks to see a tree. I mean, we were in, in, in the city. I was not around a lot of camels. In fact, I don't know if they even saw a camel when I was a kid. And yet I tested positive for camel hair. Now, why they tested me for camel hair, I have no idea. So I knew right away, even as a child, that that didn't make sense because obviously I have runny nose and I have a cough all the time and I have sore throat all the time. It couldn't be camel hair that's causing it, but that was the one thing that dust was the other one and camel hair. So I thought to myself, all right, I'm having, years later, I have a reaction to the camel hair, but it wasn't truly an allergy. It was more of a sensitive, well, I was, uh, other things that came up negative, I'm sorry, like, like wheat and dairy, I was having sensitivities to, but I didn't test positive for an allergy. Either way, you don't care really, generally speaking, because you're not, you're going to have the same symptoms. So sensitivity might cause runny nose and, and watery eyes and itchy eyes and uh, a fe- not a fever, but a, a sore throat. 
that's all sensitivity and allergy are going to have a very similar symptoms. Now, with an allergy reaction, of course, you could die if it's really bad, like if you're allergic to bee stings, for example. But overall, generally speaking, overall, you're going to have similar similar uh, reactions to it. So whether it's an allergy or not, it really becomes a term of semantics in most cases. But a lot of things have to do with how you respond to these foods, whether it's truly an allergy or if it really is just a sensitivity. So all the organisms, they, they perform a bunch of different functions in your biological system, and they need to be balanced and cared for if you want good health. And that's the key word there, cared for. When was the last time you took care of the microbiome in your colon? Don't even know what it is. How can you take care of it, right? And that's really important. But allergies are on the rise. Uh, and, and allergies and your gut bacteria can affect your immune system, your nervous system. They play a role in a bunch of diseases. Now, as a chiropractor, my job or my team of doctors' jobs, jobs is to make sure that your nervous system is working the best it possibly can. Now, physically, we can have a pinched nerve. Okay, we've all had pinched nerves probably, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, car accidents, headaches. Those are usually pinched nerves. And the easy thing about that is if we get good chiropractic care, get the bones put back in place, may take several visits to get there, that should help relieve the pain. And that relieves the physical aspects of a pinched nerve. The chemical aspects of a pinched nerve are what you eat, food, drugs, alcohol, environmental toxins. And that's where you have to start taking control. Many times you can't control if you're in a car accident or not. It happens. It's an accident. No, most people don't intentionally get in these traumas. So you can't control that. And then you need to come see us and we fix the, the physical damage. But the chemical damage and the environmental exposures, you have some control over. And allergies are on a rise. About 15 million Americans, including one in 13 children, technically have allergies. A lot more than that have sensitivities. So even though I tested fine for dairy products when I was a kid and wheat, I can't eat dairy products. I haven't had dairy products in 32 years, but I can't do wheat. If I eat wheat, I see a reaction. A little bit of wheat, a little bit of reaction. A lot of wheat, a lot of reaction. Because the number one food allergen is dairy and the number two food allergen is wheat. That goes for sensitivities as well. I remember being a kid and I'd eat dairy every day. I was Italian. We ate cheese. I came from a very overweight family. Uh, dairy products, butter, ice cream, yogurt, cake. And I constantly had a runny nose. And my mother referred to it as the allergies. To this day, my mother refers to it as the allergies. Well, I was having a reaction to eating these foods. The way to avoid having that reaction is what? Avoid the foods. It's not rocket science to figure that one out. So when I finally realized I can't do dairy products, stop doing them, my reactions got a lot better. I very seldom do wheat, although I'm a vegan, but every now and then wheat may pop up in my life. And if I do wheat, inevitably, I'm going to see a reaction to it. So whether it's truly an allergy or sensitivity, to me, it's not that big a deal. The, the, the reaction is the same. Easiest way to do it is just avoid it. Inner city kids are a greater risk. One study, 10% of children raised in large cities developed food allergies by the age of five. 29% develop food sensitivities. And other things, eggs, of course, can cause reactions. Pasteurized milk, raw milk doesn't seem to cause a lot of reactions. However, uh, I know in Georgia anyway, it's illegal for you to consume raw milk unless it's for you to purchase it even, unless it's for your animals. I guess the animals, they don't care about your animals as much as you. But when you pasteurize the milk, you destroy all the enzymes and enzymes are necessary for your body to live. And that's one of the reasons we have more allergic reactions, I, I believe, today than we did several years ago. 
is because we're eating more cooked and processed foods. When you eat raw food, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocados, Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, those are supplements if you don't know what they are, they have active enzymes in them. And so by consuming these foods, the enzymes can help with your microbiome, the bacteria in your colon, and that can help with your allergic reactions. When you eat a lot of processed and cooked foods, you're not getting those enzymes. And now we make enzymes, we produce them. But over time, as we get older, we produce less and less enzymes, so our bodies get weaker and weaker. And so that's one of the problems that we have, is that our enzyme levels are being depleted and we're not resupplying them like we used to many years ago. When I was a kid, growing up in a half Italian, half German family, we had salad every dinner. There was never dinner that went by that we didn't have a salad. And those Italians out there, when do you have salad in the Italian family? After the meal, exactly. So you're stuffed beyond human recognition many times. And then you have a salad, but you have to eat the salad. And so we ate a lot of raw food. There was always fruits available. I remember there was a, in Hoboken, New Jersey, there was a peddler, they'd call him. You have a big truck. And uh, on the truck, you'd have just, you know, cases and cases of fruits and vegetables. And you'd go up and you'd say, "Ah, give me a bag full of peaches. And he'd weigh it on this crude scale, like, ah, two pounds, three pounds, whatever it was. And you pay the guy a couple of pennies, you <laughs> change usually. And you go home and you always have fresh fruit and fresh vegetables. Well, as we get older, the, we started doing genetically modified foods. We started using a lot more uh, farm factory farming, we call it, where we use a lot of pesticides and the soil is being depleted. So the food is not as healthy as it was 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago or, or longer. The soil is depleted, so you're getting less enzy- less nutrients. And we also live in a very hygienic society now. We wash our hands. We use these uh, hand sanitizers, which, by the way, are horrible. Don't ever use hand sanitizers. They have something called triclosane in them, which messes with your hormones. Soap and water is the best. And so we're living in a very hygienic society, and we're not being exposed to a lot of good bacteria that we got exposed to when we were younger. And so there's a lot of things attacking our immune system and that's affecting why, so I believe, the allergy uh, allergies are on the rise. And city dwellers, of course, they're breathing less good air. Uh, they're probably eating more packaged foods. They may be lower uh, income levels, so they're eating a lot more processed foods. And genetically engineered foods are a big player as well. A lot of scientists believe, myself included, genetically modified foods are making a mess of our food supply. And what a GMO food is, genetically modified organism, GMO, is we take something, let's say corn or soy, those are the most common ones, and we alter the DNA of the corn or the soy. And one of two things happens when we do GMOs. One is we the plant produces its own pesticide. So the animals that eat it or the bugs that eat it die. And number two, it makes it resistant to something called glyphosate. Glyphosate is a weed killer. So we spray the weed killer all over these plants and it kills the weed, but it doesn't kill, let's say, the corn or the soy. And there's other ones that are genetically modified as well. And so now we're we're building up this layer, this toxic level of glyphosate in the food, and then you eat it. And this glyphosate is antibacterial. It kills the bacteria, kills starts to kill off, not totally, but you'd be dead if it was totally, starts to kill off the bacteria in your colon. And the genetically modified foods are proteins that you and I, as humans, as any humans, have never seen before. It's a new form of protein. And so when it gets into the body, the immune system sometimes doesn't know what to do with it. So the immune system starts attacking it, creating an allergic reaction. So it's another issue. So if you have allergies, 
or if you're food sensitive, either way, I would really stay away from uh, commercially grown corn and soy because most of it, 92-94%, are genetically modified and then sprayed with glyphosate. So those are two things you might want to consider cutting out of your diet that you never even thought about cutting out of your diet. And that may be why your immune system and your, and, and your allergies are getting crazier and crazier as time goes on. And then what happens is you're super sensitive. So maybe years ago, pollen or dog hair didn't bother you. But because we've put such a stress on our immune system that when you are exposed to these things, you're having a much grander reaction. So try it and see. Cut out the corn, cut out the soy, cut out the wheat, cut out the dairy products. Let's see what happens. Do it for 60 days. If I'm wrong, maybe I am. If I'm wrong, so what? I'm wrong. But if I'm right, which I am, then you'll say, okay, now I understand what's going on. And that becomes a big issue. So certain gut bacteria can actually prevent food allergies. There's a study done on mice and they use something called clostridia and that helped prevent sensitization to food allergens. And in fact, the immune response to food allergies were reversed once the clostridia bacteria were put into the mice. So there are certain good bacteria that can actually help because about 70% of your immune system is in your digestive system. And so if the digestive system isn't working because you're killing off the good bacteria, that becomes a problem. So we talked about glyphosate killing off the good bacteria. What else can do it? How about antibiotics? Sure. But you're thinking, but Dr. Joe, I don't do antibiotics. Well, if you need antibiotics, take them. Absolutely. I have no problem with you taking them, but understand what they're doing to you and then build your body to get healthy again. So if you have the antibiotics uh, from a medicinal purpose, and like I said, sometimes they're necessary, well, then you got to really work hard to reestablish good microbiome, good bacteria in your colon. But what if you eat commercially grazed meats or dairy products? A lot of those animals are given antibiotics because it's just it's farming practice to lower infections on the farm. And of course, that raises the profit then. And hey, I'm, I'm a capitalist. How about that? Not a bad idea. However, now you're eating these animal products and you're getting these antibiotics in your body, low doses over time can kill off the bacteria in your colon. And that becomes a big issue. So by introducing immune responses that prevent food allergens from entering the bloodstream, Clostridia minimizes the allergic exposure and prevents sensitization, a key step in development of food allergies. And in fact, in the future, a lot of medicine is looking toward creating a probiotic, a good bacteria, pro meaning in favor of, biotic meaning life, in favor of life, Antibiotic means what? Against life. Interesting word. Um, to treat allergies. So recolonizing the colon. Now, this is something I've been talking about for 30 plus years. You have to have healthy bacteria in your colon. And now suddenly medicine is going, hey, wait a minute. Joe's right. The bacteria in your colon is key to good health. And so we got to make sure we're giving you the right foods. And now we're going to make pills, prescriptions of probiotics. And I have patients coming in now taking prescription probiotics, prescription enzymes. These are the things we've been talking about for 30 plus years and people before me have been talking about for centuries. So once again, we'll put this in the what? The Dr. Joe is right column. That's why when I make Dr. Joe's super greens and Dr. Joe's essential source, well, the super essential source especially, we put in prebiotics and probiotics. Prebiotics feed the bacteria in your colon. Probiotics are the bacteria in your colon. We have Dr. Joe's uh, probiotics. It's a supplement. 
And I take it almost every day because I want to make sure I keep feeding those good bacteria in my colon with prebiotics and probiotics. Vegetables, prebiotics. That's why eating a plant-based diet is good for your colon as well. And if you want to get Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, the probiotics, my adrenal supplements, vitamin D supplements, ton of supplements I've created, they're on my website, drjoesposito.com. Just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world. I believe everybody should be taking supplements, at least, absolute minimum, Super Greens and Essential Source. I'd probably throw in the vitamin D if it's in the winter, and I'd probably throw in um, the adrenal supplement if you're over 30 or 40 and you're under stress or you drink coffee, you probably need the adrenal supplement too. And if you want to make an appointment to come see us, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge in the Atlanta area. We would love to have you come out as patients. We accept people with all insurances, no insurances, car accidents, sports injuries. Folks, this one of the major hospitals in Atlanta just dropped out of Blue Cross Blue Shield. And there's a big news all over the place. Oh my gosh, people have to find new doctors. They don't accept Blue Cross Blue Shield. Let me tell you why that happens. Because... The insurance companies are not willing to pay enough for the hospitals or the doctors to actually make a profit. And many times we've dropped out of insurance networks because we were losing money seeing the patient by the time we took out all our overhead. So don't blame the hospitals and the doctors for dropping out of network. We want to be in the network. They make it impossible for us to be there. So even if you don't have insurance, if we're not in your network, many times you have out-of-network benefits that are better than having insurance. Isn't that weird? I know. So if you want to make an appointment, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world. We'll set you up a time to come see us. We'll work on your nervous system, your digestive system, and your diet because we want to get you well and keep you well. And if we keep want to get well and stay well, we have to look at the bacteria in the colon because that's affecting the allergies and the immune response. And you got to remember when it comes to allergic reactions or an immune response, you only have so many warriors. And those warriors, white blood cells, go out and do their thing. And now if you're exposing yourself to a bunch of different antigens, bad guys, the immune system can become overwhelmed. And that's what happens in a lot of people. Or the immune system loses its ability to pick and choose. And so it starts attacking things that it shouldn't be attacking, like your own body. What do we call it when the immune system attacks your own body? An autoimmune disease. So one of my, uh, well, I won't say who, you may run into the person if you come into our offices, uh, is a double lung transplant. She had cystic fibrosis, had to get a double lung transplant. And when she came to work for us, uh, they basically told her, well, eat as much as you want, sugar, you know, dairy products, ice cream, got to keep your weight up. That's the key. Constantly sick. <clears throat> Every time she talked, talk, <clears throat> always coughing. So took a little bit of training. And she started changing her diet and eating right, taking Dr. Joe Super Greens, taking Essential Source, got her on some enzyme supplements. Amazing turnaround. Now, this person wants to go get a degree in holistic nutrition. From being a double lung transplant and being told she probably wasn't going to make it to 25 years old to wanting to make a career out of this now. It's pretty exciting when you get people well. And we do it every day. That's why I love what I do. Wake up every morning going, oh, this is so exciting. What kind of fun are we going to have today? So talking about allergies today and what we need to do to help the body deal with exposure to these problems. And a lot of it has to do with your colon. And the earlier you disrupt the colon or the microbiome, the more long-term effects you're going to have on your metabolism. One study suggests that exposing infants to antibiotics may in fact predispose them to obesity. You're more likely to be fat. Study published in a journal Cell 
points that there is a window of time that changes the microbiome and that can have serious long-term impacts on the body's metabolism. The window is the first month of life, and they did this in mice. Translating that to human scale, provided the effects fully applies to humans, assuming it's the same thing, it would create a time frame of the first six months, potentially up to the first six three years. So the earlier you give somebody antibiotics, the more likely it is to mess with their microbiome. Microbiome is the bacteria in your colon and your whole body, actually. We're talking about the colon, though. And so if we can avoid antibiotics, we should. And in fact, American Pediatric Association not long ago stated that children with ear infections, unless it's an extreme case, should not be given antibiotics because we assumed it was an infection, give them antibiotics. But they did studies and they found that children given antibiotics and children not given antibiotics had essentially the same healing time without the negative side effects of the antibiotics killing off the good bacteria. But years ago, when I first started in practice, no one talked about giving probiotics to patients that are on antibiotics. And now it's commonplace. It's standard. So the things we talk about on these shows, and there's hundreds of hours on our podcast, drjoesposito.com. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel because we put them on YouTube as well. So if you go to my website or just go to YouTube, look me up, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and we'll let you know when we send out new ones. We send out new uh, shows and lectures and, and snippets several times a week sometimes. You don't have to listen to all of them if you don't want to, but you can pick and choose. If you have allergies, this will be a good show to listen to, right? So subscribe to my YouTube channel. You also want to probably subscribe to my newsletter. Uh, it's on my website, drjoesposito.com, because we send out a lot of good information like when we're launching a new podcast, when we're doing live lectures, when we may be doing TV appearances, so you can tune in, radio appearances, where we're speaking around the country. Uh, I know just recently we had one and it was, uh, they were charging to come hear me speak. I had a, somebody sponsoring the lectures and they were charging, but they gave us a bunch of free tickets. So I would send you the tickets then if you're on the, on, the, on the newsletter and you can come to the lectures. So it's a good idea to sign up. We never give out your information. Don't worry. We're not going to sell your, your email address to anyone or give it away. And we just want to stay in touch with you and let you know what's happening in our world. Maybe we have a special on supplements running. You want to know about that. Maybe we have a new book coming out. You want to know about that. And that's all on the website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe. And if you want to order supplements, books, you can always do that on Amazon as well. We have an Amazon page. And if you have questions... Send them to me through the website. I'm more than happy to answer your questions because I want to, my doctors and I want to get you well and keep you well. So we're talking today about, back, back to our topic again, allergies. And the younger you give somebody antibiotics, the more likely they are to develop problems with their microbiome, the bacteria in the colon, and how it can affect everything from allergies to obesity. You can actually get fat if you have the wrong type of bacteria in your colon. And one of the things they've been doing this is a bizarre thing, I'm not sure I agree with it, is fecal transplants. Because skinny people have different bacteria in their colon than fat people. And so by taking bacteria, fecal matter, bacteria from a skinny person and putting it in a fat person, you recolonize their colon with skinny bacteria, so to speak. And it can help them lose weight. Is that extreme? Yes. But it's just pointing out how important the bacteria are in your colon. And that's why we have the probiotics and the prebiotics in Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Just one of the many ingredients. Because when I formulated these things, I said, what is everybody missing? What can we do for the major majority of the population? And that's why we created these things. All right, a couple of things before we go to break. Altering the microbiome is pretty easy when you change your diet. You got to give up sugar and most grains. 
that's breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, because they feed the bad bacteria and something called yeast, which if we have time today, I'm going to talk about yeast too. Genetically engineered foods, you got to stay away from GMO foods. Most corn, most soy, uh, canola oil, genetically modified, even genetically modified uh, salmon now. And how do you know? It's like three times the size of a regular salmon. So really, if you see the words GMO, it won't be listed as GMO, but you can look up a list of GMO foods. I've done shows on that before. It's on the website. You want to stay away from them. Processed and pasteurized foods. You want to stay away from those as much as you can. Convenience foods. Chlorinated water. Swimming in a pool. Chlorine is antibacterial and it can get into your body. That's why if you don't have a water filter on our website, we have water filters available. At least have one for your kitchen sink so you can drink pure water. So, folks, if you want to make an appointment to come see us, got to go to break soon. Go to my website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world, and we will set you up a time to come in. We'll check your nervous system. We'll check your digestive system, maybe acid reflux, heartburn. Many of those things can be resolved. We'll get you on a good diet. We'll do a nutritional workup with you, and that's if you become a patient. And we want to get you well and keep you well, but you need help. It's taken me 35 years to know what I know. I want to share it with you. So if you want to do that, go to my website. Uh, We accept car accidents, sports injuries. I've never seen a car accident ever where the car was damaged where the occupants weren't. So think about that. If you've ever been in a car accident, whether it was yesterday or 50 years ago, you need to get the spine checked. Because if you don't, chances are the bones are going to rub up against each other and wear out. What is that called? Osteoarthritis. So if you have arthritis, osteoarthritis, chances are it's from an old injury. Thanks for listening to For the Health of It. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.